Hi, I'm Jo Garside. I'm a leadership and career coach. And I'm Anita Patel, also known as Neat, and I'm the communicators coach. And we're friends who like to talk. Welcome to Get Comfy. This is our podcast about words that spark thoughts and feelings that matter. For each podcast, we'll choose one word and have a conversation about what that word means to us. And this podcast is about getting the conversation started and realising we all have different perspectives and that's okay. So grab yourself a cup of tea or coffee or your favourite tipple and get comfy. Hello and welcome to this week's podcast. I'm Jo and I am a leadership coach but at the moment I'm taking some time out to raise our baby son. And I'm Neet, also known as Anita Patel. Um, It should be the other way around, shouldn't it? And I'm the communicators (laughs) coach and I help communicators who are feeling overwhelmed press pause and refocus and get what they really want in life. Beautiful. Welcome to this week. Thank you. Yes, the last one before Christmas, before we take a break um, over the festive period. And before we kick off with this week's word, um, we promised you all that we would write down our list of successes um, throughout the year. We'd go through each month and write down what we what we think we where we think we've been successful. And that is in many forms. Um, so. I will kick off. Um, okay. I think, well, it's really interesting because going back through your calendar, you just forget, don't you, what you've done. And for me, it's yeah. definitely a year of two years, i.e. before I had Rex and after I had him. <laughs> so I think for me, June was a, yeah, I think that was a successful month uh, in that we had our building work done Um which was yeah literally right up until the wire before rex was born um i was also finishing with with clients to make sure that um i'd completed with all with all of them and then rex came along so when i say successful i think it was successful in that i was juggling a lot of things and it was quite busy um but i yeah i felt like it was a successful month and I managed it all. How about you, Neats? I, I looked at um, my year and went through it and thought, oh, wow, I've been really, really busy. <laughs> I've been really busy. Um, but the thing that was consistent over each one of those months, so I can't pick out one month, but what was consistent over those months is that this year was the first year that I had spoken to my brother and sister-in-law and asked if I could have my niece every month so a weekend every month so I had her for a weekend every month and that is a big success for me um one that I could cope with a child (laughs) 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 and and two just sort of seeing how she's grown up over the year because when I started having her she was two and a half and now she's three and a half wow whole 12 months yeah so I think I would consider that to be my success for 2019 yeah that's a lovely one and actually, you probably wouldn't have realised that had you not gone through your calendar. Yeah, no, I don't think I would have done. I think uh, I know um, 
it's funny, I was talking to a couple of friends at the weekend and they were saying, oh, you shouldn't look back at stuff. You should um, be more in the moment. You shouldn't look forward and you should be more in the moment. And I do agree with that. But when you're looking at self-development or you'd want to look back at memories and I think the work world is so fast and we've talked about this before, so fast paced that we forget the things that we've done. They like become mm-hmm. old news. So... So, yeah, no, I was uh, glad that we did that little exercise. And I'm curious to hear what other people had um, discovered when they looked back at their months in terms of what they'd achieved yeah. and what success, success looked like for them. And if you haven't had chance to, during the, the Christmas period, normally after Christmas, when things have settled down a bit, um, it's a lovely time lovely exercise to do that. So anyway, we move on to this week's word which is home yes home and we want to thank carol fasuliak who is from infinite she infinite good coaching i think she might be infinite coaching or infinite good coaching carol i apologize um and um she suggested the word home which uh brings music to my ears actually yeah, me too. There was a bit of a sigh of relief with this one because I thought home, oh, it's easy. Actually, we don't have to look at it. We up. know what this means. Yeah, we know what we, we know what this means. Or do we? <laughs> well, what does home mean to you, Neats? You know, um I think for me home having a home means that I have a sanctuary. Um, to me it means I'm independent and I would say also feel really lucky to have a home yeah I feel feel really lucky to have my own home which the bank owns (laughs) (laughs) what about you what does uh, having a home mean to you yeah, I, I think I'm the same as you. For me, a home, and this is different to a house. Yeah. Home, for me, is warm, it's safe, it's cosy, it's, it's love as well, I think. When I, when I walk through my, into my home, there's this sense of, it's like a, the way I describe it is like throwing a, your, a warm cozy jumper on or wrapping yourself in a blanket it's like you walk in and no matter what has happened to you that day it's you just know you're going to be okay yeah that that actually is just as you said that like when you said it you know that you're going to be okay when you're looking for a home or a house or a flat what are a few of the essential things that you look for? Ooh, that is a good question. Um, well, my favourite room in our house is our kitchen. And that's because um, we, it's where we spend most of the time. So um, there's a big tape so if someone's cooking it's not normally me it's normally my husband um the other one will be stood there or we'll be on the around the table and having a good chat and when we have friends over that's normally where we hang out and so I think a kitchen a nice important to me um 
what do I look for in a home? I, that's really, I, you just get a feel, I think. That's a really mm. hard question. Um, garden is important, even if it's small, some kind of outdoor space. Um, I know if, eventually I've said I'm going to be near water, somewhere near, near the coast, but we're not, we're not quite there yet. Um, yeah. What about mm. you? That's a good, very good question. I haven't thought about it before. I have a a weird thing that I do um, when I go and look at properties to buy, and that is that I look for the number of entry and exit points. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's to do with safety. Yeah. So um, I look at how people can get in <laughs> and how I can get out. Um, so safety for me is essential when I'm looking for a home. Uh, how light it is as in light and bright um mm-hmm. so um it needs to feel light um and yeah like you said a feeling i just need that feeling so that you know when kirsty and phil go and do location 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 yes. and they're trying to make people feel quite logical about their home investing in a home and blah 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 and then people just go oh i don't have that feeling and um yeah i definitely think a feeling is uh important to me trust your gut um yeah, yeah yeah i think you you know I, i'm at the place that i live in currently didn't meet apart from having two bedrooms didn't meet any of my criteria and a parking space didn't meet any of my criteria but when i walked in i just knew that this was the place so yeah i think there is such a thing as a feeling and how do so you, you go on <laughs> no i was just going to say you you talked about the best spot in your house um so, what's the best spot um, yours i would say the best spot in my place is the window seat and i think it's for me it's the window seat because i can see the view across all the rooftops and i can see the berkshire downs and yeah i see hills i see trees i see rooftops um and it looks beautiful when it's like sort of snow covered and everything so uh yeah i think that's uh best spot in my house but what I was going to say about when you were talking about you know if um your husband's cooking and one of you will be around the table and stuff yeah when people come to my house we tend to sit around my table Mm. um yeah it it is yeah it is really it's like a hub of a house isn't it yeah and what do you do to make your place feel like home how does it feel like home yeah, I think there's a yeah, there's a difference between having a house and owning a place and the difference between making it a home. I think the thing that I do to make it a home or what I think gives a a house a home is um personality. So um how I put my personality on my home. Yeah. That is what makes it a home. I think interiors, I, I love interiors. So I love home interiors, I love home accessories, I love pictures, paintings, you know, um, candles, uh, fragrance. Um, yeah, I love all of it, you know. I could mm. buy new bedding all the time and I've, I've lived in this flat for three and a half years and I've had two sofas. So it's like, <laughs> you know. Um, and then I think the biggest thing for me that makes the home is care and love. Um, and what I mean by care and love is that when you walk into someone's home, 
and they you can sort of tell whether they care for it and love it or whether they don't and I think that's what makes it home and that's what gives you that feeling that of feeling welcomed into someone's home and being in someone's home what about you what do you think that um what makes a home rather than what makes a house a home yeah I agree it's love and care and personality I I agree so things like um photos I think I really I love lots of photos on a wall I can I could go into someone's home and just look at stare at photos for ages because photos tell a story don't they um I think it's yeah or like you know if you've got a, gone for a bright color in a in a room um that to me that's personality um and yeah it might be a little bit messy but that's fine because that shows that you yeah. you live in it um it's not a, you know a home is for living in so yeah. yeah just i don't yeah it's the same as you i think it's hard to put your you know a cup of tea I always have a cup of a, a cup of tea. I think makes it makes a home homely. <laughs> Do you <laughs> always have one on, on the go? Do you always have a cup of tea on the go? Um, I used to, and since um, having a baby, I try not to drink as much caffeine. But yeah, a cup of tea. I mean, a cup of tea solves most things, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> In my eyes, could you could you live a a nomadic lifestyle like could you live out of a suitcase and be constantly traveling no, no not anymore I did travel for six months well we took a year off and I lit we did a ski season for six months where we were living somewhere else and then traveled for yeah. six months around South America and it was great but I could not do that again just what did the... you miss what did you miss like living out of a suitcase what is it that you missed oh it's just it's that security, isn't it, of you come home and you just, you know, everything's going to be okay. You don't have to, you have, you know, we all have our own worries, but it's just, it's that security, that safety. And also, I think there's, it's a sense of order. Um, I've got this weird thing now. I don't know if anyone else has this when I, since having children, but since having Rex, I now, um, do this thing where like if he's having a nap I just have to tidy up or I'll do I'll do a sort out of a drawer or my clothes or his clothes what you're not having a nap when he's having a nap sometimes sometimes (laughs) um I did definitely did at the start now yeah yeah, it's getting slightly easier but um yeah it's like I don't know what it is it like gives me this sense of order and then and I just feel I just feel like calm and and I'm and oh yeah I think probably because everything is so else's there's a lot of, that's out of control. Oh, it's just so therapeutic. Um, does anyone else have what, that? But, oh, yeah. I wonder if anybody... I, I, I don't have that but maybe because I don't have a child sleeping. <laughs> but I think it's just like having any kind of order in, your ha- in the home. It's just when there's... The world is such a crazy, fast place now. Yeah, it's like a sanctuary. Actually, I think you oh, described I... it beautifully. Yeah, and actually, as you're saying that, I was just thinking that um, I've got this thing, right? So when I know that I'm really busy or feeling overwhelmed and I'm literally treating it like a sliding doors where I come in, get changed, go back out, come in, get changed, go back out the next day, sleep. Um, 
the thing that irritates me the most or gets to me the most is when my bathroom's not clean. Yeah. It's the thing Bath- that... Clean like, bathroom is important. Yeah, so it's the thing that I'll go, oh, I need to clean the bathroom, I need to clean the bathroom, I need to clean the bathroom. And it will be like some sort of mantra that is getting it's getting on my nerves. Um, not that my bathroom's usually dirty, but it was it's just that thing because I know that the shower screen needs to be polished or, you know... Um, I just needs a good tidy up and the bottles need to be put back in the right place and that sort of stuff. So, yeah, I, I have that thing. So, yeah, maybe that's my thing that I I don't tidy it all, but if my bathroom's not tidy, it can make me feel really overwhelmed, strangely. Mm. It's funny, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, and I also think I spend... You just made me think, since quitting the corporate world I spend more time in my home now so that's probably yeah. why it's become more important to me because I spend yeah. I spend a lot of time there now so it's like my sanctuary yeah whereas if I had a, a desk in an office I'd probably probably take a pride in that anyway oh, I don't know if I've ever taken a pride in desk in an office <laughs> does anyone a have a desk work? these days oh, is, is everyone oh, actually yeah, well, I wherever I've had a desk, so the first thing I do when someone gives me a desk is I have to bring in my polish and duster to dust the desk. Well, there you go. That is taking pride. Yeah, yeah but I don't do it again, but I have to do it before I start. I, I, honestly, it just irritates. Like, I have to clean the desk before <laughs> I can start work wherever I am, and then it doesn't get cleaned for a while. But, yeah, I take my polish in with me. But then it's your mess, isn't it, and your dirt? Yeah, so it, it is my mess and my dirt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Actually, I've got a question. Okay. With the trend going towards minim- minimalism, mm-hmm. people living off the grid, um, all that sort of stuff, could you live in a tiny house? Yeah, I could. Um, well, depending what we're what we're defining as tiny. So for me, do you watch? Not do a... you watch that? Pro- do you watch that program on Netflix called Tiny Home Nation, Tiny House Nation? No. What's that? Oh, so that's that's what tiny houses are considered to be. I think it's something like 410 square feet or 400 and something square feet um, is considered to be a tiny house. Um, okay. And um, could you live in one of those? So it'd be like living... I can't picture how big that is. How big's 400 square feet? Well, I used to have a flat in um, Strawberry Hill. And that was 400 and I think 420 square feet. And literally my kitchen was big enough that only two people could stand in it together side by side. Okay. Um, uh, I had a lounge, a bedroom, a bathroom. And that's it. So it was a one bedroom place and it was what you'd call a pied de terre. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was beautifully, um, the storage was beautifully designed. So everything went up to the high ceiling uh but i know that i could live in that i I did live in that space for four years so i know i could live in a tiny house and i i I still like now i look around and i just go what is all this stuff that i've got Mm. you don't need that much stuff do you no when you when deep down when you look at it well i i mean i survived with a backpack for six months if i can do that then anyone can um yeah could I live in a t- yes I could live in a small place as long as I was able to make it my own so if I could put pictures in there if it was yeah. you probably have to keep a smaller home tight tidier 
well I probably would just because I think there'd be less space for clutter and yeah it would probably force you to be um good at decluttering wouldn't it yeah I think it would because you would yeah you wouldn't be able to uh have that much uh, clutter because you don't have that much storage Mm. so yeah yeah, I think I could live in a tiny house I'd quite like to live in a tiny tiny house there's something really uncomplicated and simple isn't there go on yeah what's the butt it is my my butt my butt is I don't quite know how I'll be with my door being just out in the open like when you have a tiny house you are on some sort of land or in a field you can get apartments that are tiny homes but um but you could be in a block of apartments couldn't you yeah, so, the, I could so there the could be apartments. there'd be one yeah. big door, and then is this for for yeah. your the, in case any burglars come in? Yeah, obviously. Your exit, yeah. your exit routes. My exit know. strategy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I could. Yeah. I think this has been a lovely chat. I could talk about home. Oh, I've just got this nice, warm, fuzzy feeling I when know. I think about my home. We are very. I do feel very. It's made me also think, especially this time of year. I'm very, very, very lucky to have. A place that I can call home because not everyone does so yeah they don't right it's a lot curious question you. we do this week dun, 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 dun. it's the last curious question of this year of this decade what are we most looking forward to about 2020 meets what are you lo- most looking forward to I'm looking forward to the fact that it is a totally new decade I know I hadn't even thought of that uh, yeah, no, it's a totally new decade and I look back on my last or this decade as it comes to an end and I feel like it's been a little bit of a lost decade for me, like I lost myself a little bit. Um, so in 2020, I'm hoping that all the work that I've done this year on myself, all the lessons I've learnt in this decade and it's just going to set me up for the next one. Our 2000 to 2009 was a fabulous decade for me. Absolutely brilliant. And it was only when I took a step back and looked at what was 2010 to 2019 like. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's been like a, some sort of roller coaster. Mm. So, yeah, really interesting. What about you? What are you looking forward to in 2020? To? I am looking forward to um, going back to work, raising rex who yeah he'll be six months in january which is crazy mm-hmm. where has the time gone um yeah so i'm looking forward to being a mum but also bringing back the person that i was before i had rex as well mm-hmm. um and yeah i know i bang on about it but it's kind of like honoring my feeling fulfilled so yeah going back to work um trying to stay healthy touch wood um spending time with my family my husband and oh and I'm signing up to do the great north swim in June I did so I did that in 2018 yeah obviously didn't do it this year um next year I'm going to do it again so that's a good thing to set myself so I'm looking forward to to doing that that's brilliant absolutely brilliant yeah I think this this year's definitely been a bit of a roller coaster um it's definitely been I think a year of two halves so 
and I hadn't thought about it being a decade a new decade when I think about gosh 2010 I hadn't even met my husband then aren't you no I met him in 2011 so that's the year I did my um coach training 2011 oh wow yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh gosh eight nine years ago yeah 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 that does that yeah that is a long time and then I think god where am I going to be yeah in in a decade's time yeah (gasps) well that's us it's a wrap that is a wrap so we wish you a wonderful Christmas, whatever you are doing. Um, enjoy, relax. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. We hope that you get some rest and refuel for for not even the next year, for the next decade. <laughs> for the next decade. <laughs> and we uh, will be back in 2020. We will. We shall mm. see you then. Yeah, see you then. Um, Until then, uh, have a good one. Have a good one. Enjoy. It's been a blast. Bye. (laughs) Bye.